0: You are listening to the No People-Pleasing Zone. If you're ready to unlearn people-pleasing patterns and tame your fears so you can stand in your power and claim the unapologetic life you're entitled to, you're in the right place. I'm Easy Martin Chan. Let's get started. Do you ever find yourself returning to the same painful feelings? wanting them to be different this time. And yet somehow they keep developing the same way. Stuck in something resembling a groundhog day. What if you held the power within to shift some of those feelings, even ever so slightly, so you don't seem stuck in the same feeling experience over and over again? Stay tuned for today's episode, because we're exploring emotions, feelings, and the curious sweet spot where you possess a certain amount of power to influence your feelings. You have now entered... The No People-Pleasing Zone. Host Elizabeth Martin-Chan is here to pull you out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole into a world where you are priority number one. So keep those earbuds in, close the door, and claim your personal time just for you. Hey there, it's Elizabeth in the No People-Pleasing Zone. And as we start out today, I want to remind you that this is our zone our space, where we focus on the nuances of what it is and what keeps us stuck down what I call the people-pleasing rabbit hole. And we find our personal powers and strength to begin to climb out of that people-pleasing rabbit hole. So pop in those earbuds. Find what works for you in your reality so we can spend some time together in the no-people-pleasing zone. Let's dive in. So, I woke up this morning to hear a very sad inner voice. Over the last decade, I've built a relationship with my inner voice, and I trust her wisdom with all of my being. I trust her truth telling, and I've learned when I can rely on her to speak to me. I experience her first thing in the morning. I have this sacred time. It's a sacred practice. First thing in the morning between deep sleep and truly being awake, that's where I can hear her and I can really tap into my inner wisdom. I savor this time and I'm extremely protective of this time. I even schedule it into my day. I set my alarms in a manner that gives me this time space for this in-between time, it's when I feel most connected to my core, to my authentic self. And I want to know my authentic self so that I can learn to be more authentic in my conscious life, so I can walk through my life in my authenticity. When I was a full-on people-pleaser, when I was deep down that people-pleasing rabbit hole, I didn't have a relationship with my inner voice. But I've come to trust this connection to my intuition, to my truth-telling, to my truth-knowing. And it's never yet steered me wrong. Sometimes it tells truths. Sometimes it seems to speak a little bit in riddles, and sometimes it asks questions. Anyway, this morning was somewhat of a tearjerker for me. The message was, I want to feel believed in. I want to feel that people in my life believe in me. Believe that I'm valid as I step into this authentic expression of self. Boom, red flags. I'm still longing for something external to say I'm okay, just as I am. Sometimes it feels like Groundhog Day. After all the work that I still return again and again to search for external validation, that in itself is sorrow inducing. But I trust my inner voice. So there is something in what she is saying that I need to dive into. I need to tease out. My inner voice's message was, I want to feel believed in. So on an intellectual level, I know I'm entitled to be adored for all that I am. Believed in for all that I am. And on an intellectual level, I know that there are people in my life that do adore me, that do in their own way express that I am believed in. That expression of belief clearly isn't resonating for me, or I wouldn't have this message today. I want to feel believed in. But the message is about what I'm feeling. But I also know that I'm responsible for my feels. Just like I'm not responsible for how other feel, others feel. That's their territory, territory. Apparently that's a hard word this morning. My feels, my feelings, that's my territory. I want to feel believed in. So I have this disconnection between what I want to feel and what I'm currently feeling. And it makes me feel lonely. It's making me lonely. It's breaking my heart not to feel what I long to feel. So my first instinct is to employ a long established strategy of dealing with the disliked, uncomfortable feels. I numb out. There are so many ways to numb out. Becoming consumed with work overeating, undereating, obsessing over exercise programs, been there, done that, binging on television, disconnecting from activities or people, anything that takes away from feeling. Now, my favorite method is binging on TV. Usually whatever is the most depressing on the news, that's where I can find placement for the Discomfortable feeling, uncomfortable feelings. That somehow, that seems like a logical and appropriate place to just put those uncomfortable feels. But numbing out is a is a it's a coping mechanism, and it comes with a downside. Side. It isn't possible to just numb out the feelings that we don't like, and keep the ones that we do. We can't selectively numb out the feelings that are hard to feel. In our efforts to numb out the difficult, we also end up numbing out the pleasures and the joys in life. And those are what make me feel alive. If we limit how much we feel, we limit all the feels, period. It's like a graph. You can't go above the neutral line without also allowing space to go below the neutral line, those positive and those negative numbers. I wonder if you relate. Because so many people, so many humans stuck down the people-pleasing rabbit hole, they avoid feeling the painful feels. Okay. So, have you noticed that I have consistently used the word feelings and not the word emotions? That was intentional. In the English language, we often use those two words interchangeably. But there is a significant and important difference between feelings and emotions. And the amazing thing is there is a sweet spot in feelings that we can work with to make the uncomfortable easier to experience. And then we can learn to move away from resorting to numbing out. Because I don't know about you, but I really want to enjoy the pleasures and joys in life. So what's the difference? What's the difference between emotions and feelings? Emotions are physiological sensations experienced in the body. Feelings are what happen as we integrate those emotions. Emotions come first. Emotions are raw data experienced in the body. They are a response to a trigger, to an experience, which causes chemicals to be released in the body. These chemicals induce physiological sensations that identify threats and opportunities in our environment. Emotions are part of an unconscious feedback loop. They're part of unconscious feedback loops. They can cause us to go into fight, flight, or freeze responses. Emotions should be thought of as physiological raw data experienced as body sensations, and they're part of our survival mechanism, and they're also part of the human experience. Like it or not, we experience physical sensations in our body. We can't cut that off. Those are physiological experiences. We can't numb them out. But emotions differ from feelings. Feelings. Feelings are what happen when we start to process the emotions. These physical sensations, the raw data, feelings have a cognitive component to them. We still feel them in the body, but the higher level brain, it gets involved. Feelings are all about making meaning of the physiological sensation. Feelings are where we pay attention to those emotions in our body, where we pay attention to the physiological sensations, the raw data. So, when we get busy numbing out our feelings, which so many of us do, we're actually numbing our cognitive processing, our integration of the physical sensations. We're avoiding making sense of the physiological sensations. But what if the cognitive component of making sense out of the physiological sensation is the sweet spot? I think it is. I know from experience that with intention, we can influence and rewire our interpretation of the raw data. When you go for a ride on a roller coaster, the experience triggers a release of certain chemicals in your body. Those chemicals induce body sensations, emotions. And when you experience feelings as a result of how you interpret those sensations, the raw data of emotions. Some people on that roller coaster ride are filled with fear. They feel fear. I'm one of those people. But some people really get off on roller coasters. They feel a thrill. Every single one of my kids falls into this category. Now, just imagine how we have had to negotiate various vacations over the years. I can't tell you how many lines I've stood in not to get on the ride. The roller coaster induces the same emotions, the same raw data in all of us, but the interpretation, the feeling, the integration is different. Where I feel fear, my kids feel a thrill. I'm never going to be able to rewrite this particular feel because I've now reached an age where my inner ear can't physically handle the movement. I don't think I can rewire the nausea, the feels, the, feel, the feels probably, but I'm not really going, I'm not really willing to have a stomach emptying experience in the goal of having, of experiencing what a thrill is like. But my point is the feels is the sweet spot. The feeling as the integration point of the raw physiological data is the place where we can learn how to shift perspectives, learn how to tweak how sensations are interpreted. We do this through a kind of radical self-love. We do this with non-judgmental acceptance of our current feelings. And we do this with a sense of curious play. So back to my message this morning, I want to feel believed in. Right now I have this disconnect between what I want to feel, which is believed in, and what I currently feel, which is lack of belief. Can I play with this integration of emotion? I'm approaching it with loving, non-judgmental kindness. And I'm going to see if I can tease out what is happening. So if I'm honest with myself, I'm not really allowing myself to feel anything. Instead, I'm sensing an absence of feeling, which means either I've numbed out or there isn't any sensation data coming in. So I'm noticing the lack of feeling. That in itself is a step noticing. So if I've numbed out, I need to lovingly recognize in myself what's going on. Do I fear experiencing the feels? As a human working on climbing out of the people-pleasing rabbit hole, I do fear the feeling of rejection. And I'm very tuned into raw data sensations, emotions that make me feel rejected based on my previous experience so it's entirely possible and i need to be willing to figure out how to integrate those sensations into feels that might be uncomfortable but worth feeling because remember if i numb out if i numb out the uncomfortable i also numb out my ability to feel pleasure to feel joy and i don't want to do that any longer because they make me feel alive. And I love that. Feeling the feels without fear or with a reframed interpretation that's wrapped in full-on acceptance and love and finding ways to feel the feels that seem more like a thrill than full-on fear, that's my goal. In the sweet spot of feelings. I can't control the emotions. They will come. They are sensations in my body. They are raw data. But I can be conscious of my mechanisms of numbing the TV, and I can open myself up to allowing feelings, interpretations of emotions outside of my go-to old embedded integration patterns. It's like playing in a sandbox. With endless possibilities. I just need to find the possibility that works for me, the right mixture that creates the sand sculpture that's correct for me, the feelings that I can be comfortable enough feeling. Once I allow that sweet spot to be an open place of exploration, I can begin to play with how I integrate, how I interpret the raw data of bodily sensations. This climbing out of the people pleasing rabbit hole, it's been a long journey. And I feel like it doesn't really ever come to an end. It seems more like a journey of self discovery, like a pilgrimage home to self. And the thing about pilgrimage, the thing about a pilgrimage, it isn't really about the destination, it's about the journey. So this morning's inner wisdom the desire to feel belief in me. That gave me awareness of something I'm longing for and material to tease out something that's impacting my journey, my pilgrimage home to self. I needed to be reminded that the sweet spot of feelings, that they are where we make sense of emotions. That conscious awareness in feelings that we so often allow to seem like a groundhog day experience on repeat. Along with radical self-love and an openness to playful exploration of the possibility. That gives space to shift perspectives on how we experience the feels, how we feel the feels. Now, I do want to give the caveat that none of this means we give people permission to treat us with disrespect, indifference, or even cruelty. But when we're honest with ourselves about what we are feeling, we can hone our skills of reading others and really get clear about what is our stuff and what's the other person's stuff. Maybe stuff is really being thrown our way that we need to be more attentive to. And then we can make the right decisions for ourselves. Take the protective actions that honor who we are in our authenticity. And maybe we're misinterpreting how people are treating us. Taking ownership for how we make sense of emotions can give us clarity in many ways. It's a process of getting curious, and playing in the sandbox of our emotions. And it can feel like the thrill of a roller coaster. Or at least what I imagine that thrill must feel like. Let me know what you think. You can always direct message me on Instagram at elizabeth.martin.chan or shoot me off an email at Elizabeth at elizabethmartinchan.com. And I'd love to know what challenges you're facing down the people-pleasing rabbit hole. Let me know. We can even address it right here in our zone, in our space. I'll see you next time in the no-people-pleasing zone. If living outside of the people-pleasing rabbit hole resonates with you, Hop on over to ReclaimingSelfAcceptance.com to receive your free copy of Adventures in Reclaiming Your Life, 5 Secrets Every People-Pleasing Woman Should Know Now. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast app, and we love 5-star reviews, too. Okay, beautiful rebel. That's it for this episode. I hope you found value in today's content because you are deserving of more delicious, unapologetic self-love in your life. If you want to come hang out with me on social, you can find me over on Instagram at easy.martinchan or on Facebook at Elizabeth martin If you haven't done so already, go hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you leave us a five-star review, you'll help others discover our podcast. I'll see you next time.